This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kaleka ready. Perez set. The 1-2. On the outside corner for strike three, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros pour it on as they defeat the Colorado Rockies 12-1. That ends a five-game losing streak as well as a nine-game home losing streak for the Astros. Well, five home runs tonight, two by Tyler White, two with Evan Gaddis, and 16 strikeouts. Am I counting that right? Or 17 strikeouts by the Astros pitchers tonight. So it was a total team effort in this one for sure. This is another Astros podcast. The Astros now two games up in the division with the Oakland A's losing in 12 innings to Seattle this afternoon. And the Astros heading to Oakland for a three-game series beginning on Friday. Let's go down to the Astros dugout now. So we're joined by our player of the game, Tyler White, one of two Astros with multi-homer games. As White, two for four with the two home runs, both of them two-run shots for, for four runs batted in. And, uh, you know, Steve and I were just talking, Tyler, how great it was to see the offense break out the way they did tonight with the way you guys have been struggling of late. Yeah, I mean, uh, four great at-bats in the first inning to get us going and uh, to get three quick ones on the board, I think that was huge for us. And uh, we just carried it over into the next inning and uh, on throughout the game to uh, put put a lot of runs on the board. Tyler, when Carlos hit that three-run double in the first inning, you were on the on-deck circle, but did you get that sense that that just took the pressure off of everybody else? Yeah, I think that, like I said, I think that was huge. I think it's uh, it was big to get runs on the board early. It's uh, it's been tough for us with some some tough breaks and some tough games on, offensively, and uh, it was huge to get those three runs up early. And I think that just, uh, like I said, it carried on throughout the game and uh, kind of broke out. And Correa bounces it up the third baseline, past the dive of McMahon, and down into the left field corner. Bregman scores. Also coming around to score, Gonzalez. Gurriel chugging around third. He'll score without a throw. A three-run double for Correa. And it's a 3-0 Astros lead. And boy, did they need that. Carlos Correa coming up huge. That's big time for the Astros offense, who have struggled mightily in this homestand. And the Astros tally three. Well, AJ, that last game Wednesday at home was really cool. You guys erupted for 12 runs. And the big hit, I thought, Carlos Correa, uh, that double down the line opened everything else up. Yeah, it's nice to score in the first inning, and especially when you build an opportunity for the bases loaded, no outs. Carlos comes up, gets a ball down the line, stays fair, and inside the line gets all the way to the wall, and we score all three. And it and it seemed to just be a collective exhale in our clubhouse, and I mean in our dugout that yeah. um, you know things were okay again. You know yeah. we had a tough stretch; it was simply a tough stretch, but. Nice to get out of the out of the out of the game uh, early, and then we played well throughout the entire game. Made yeah. some incredible defensive plays at the end, and, and walked away with a really good win. And playing so well, it's it's helpful coming into a big series like this. You got three with Oakland, who's just two games back now uh, in the division, and you guys need to be playing your best. Yeah, no, and it's it's always interesting that the you know the 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 World Series problem is that when when you play extremely well, like we're virtually playing around the same caliber of baseball that yeah. we played last season. The A's are playing exceptionally well compared to their last season and all of a sudden it's like what's wrong with the Astros yeah. when they when the A's are close to us the reality is they're a really good team they're pesky 
they control the strike zone very well. They put the ball in play. They don't do a ton offensively other than they just hit. They, they don't run. They don't really bunt. They don't do anything tricky. Um, and then now that they've revamped their bullpen, they've got, they've got a really good bullpen when they get the lead. So their confidence is high. Um, we've always handled them fairly well, uh, and, and so it'll be a good matchup. Hey, when, when you talk about their tough strike zone discipline, and when I remember back last month when you guys played the A's at Minute Maid Park, I just remember a million foul balls. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't concede very much. I mean, they, they know the strike zone. They don't chase a ton, but they also um, find ways to, to put the bat on the ball. They, they, they will foul balls off, and, and we see that a little bit with our high-end pitching. I think we're, yeah. we're – you know, when you have that mid to upper 90s and it's Charlie Morton and it's Garrett Cole and it's Justin Verlander, two of which will pitch in this series, you, you end up finding some of those guys that can just touch it enough to, to foul it off and keep the bat alive. So I think it's key for Charlie tonight to to get into the strike zone, get to a defensive count, and then put him away and get the bat over with um, in hopefully three, four, five pitches to where those long at-bats don't don't extend Charlie too much. Hey, last time that you got to write George Springer at the top of the order, that was August 5th. It's great to have him back at the top of the order mm-hmm. for you today. It brings a lot of energy to your team, doesn't it? He does, and, and he's a tone center for us, and, yeah. and it's nice to put him in the lineup. Our side knows it. Their side knows it. Um, you know, to, for him to only miss 10 game, or ten days, only like eight games, is a, it's very lucky. We were walking off the field in L.A. when, when George was hurt. Um, everything was running through my mind. Is he out for the year? Is he going to be able to sustain the the season and, and, and come back? Um, and then 10 days later, he's back in the lineup. Everybody feels good about it. Real quick, McCann and Altuve, they're getting a little bit closer? They are. You know, they're, McCann's already out on rehab, and, and we've got to slowly ramp him up to make sure there's no setback with the knee. He's going to catch tomorrow, um, which we're excited about, about half the game. Think of it like spring training where he's going to catch half a game. He'll have a day off. He'll catch again next week okay. and build him back up. Jose had an excellent day today on the field. He ran the bases. We had him do some things like simulate games. We had him break off first base and then break down and have to dive back. We had him go uh, second to home with a third base coach and not knowing whether he was going to keep going or not. The, 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 the next step for Jose is to get into a game and, and, and get some of these reactive plays out of the way for the first time. He's, he's, he's getting more and more confident with his, with his knee and, and, and what he has to do to continue to, to play. Um, and, and hopefully we may get him out on a rehab assignment soon. So with all that testing, tomorrow's a big day for him to see if it's sore. Yeah, we don't want to. We want him to be sore enough that, like you played, because you're sore. It's August. I mean, I, I mean, these guys that are healthy are going to be sore, but we want to make sure it's not pain. That it's it's in the right, uh, in the right spot. It's in the right area, and, and and he can bounce back. If he can bounce back, then we'll get him in a game. And this is a long, high, deep, and far shot to left field. It's gone. Evan Gaddis, number 22 on the season, puts the Astros up seven to nothing on a bomb to left field. Gaddis wraps one pretty deep to right. Gonzalez is back at the wall. He leaves, and that's gone. Second home run of the night for Evan Gaddis, and the Astros' lead is 10 to 1. Welcome back to Astro Launch. Robert Ford joined by Evan Gaddis. Well, you sure know how to break out of an 0 for 20, two home runs uh, in the game on, on Wednesday, the, the big win for the Astros to wrap up the homestand uh, against the, the Colorado Rockies. It obviously always feels good when the ball leaves the ballpark, especially when it does it two times in one game for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it, it's weird. You can't ever predict. Like, you, you know, you always try to. Do your best, put a good swing, good pitch, and try not to press, do too much. And this game is weird. And, I mean, we didn't hit. We were kind of cold. I wish we would have all kind of sprinkled in some runs, like, (laughs) instead of all at once. But, I mean, it's good to get rolling coming into Oakland. 
and uh, hopefully keep this momentum. We got George joining us today, so uh, and then hopefully Altuve as soon as we can and um, kind of get us all firing on all cylinders. You mentioned George Springer coming off the disabled list today after being out for about a week and a half. How much does he add, not just with what he does on the field, but just with his energy? Yeah, I forgot when it was, if it was last year or two years ago, but he was just like absolutely not going to miss a road trip and wanted to be with the boys. And I think it just speaks a lot for his character. And, uh, you know, he was born that way. It's just what he is. He brings a lot of energy. He's um, exciting. He's fun to watch, obviously, on the field, but uh, fun to be around, too. And it, it wears off on – it rubs off on all of us. And I think it's uh, it's good to bring that energy, especially whenever we weren't, weren't playing that well and uh, losing some games in a row. So – uh, glad to see him back in the lineup, and it's uh, it's always fun to watch and be interesting to see what he does. Cause, I mean, he doesn't surprise me at all with all his leadoff homers, all his uh, all of his stuff, the way he plays defense. So nothing will surprise me. Most energetic player you've played with, Springer? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's day in, day out too. It's not like a it's not somebody. It's not like a raw raw kind of thing either. It's just his personality, and it just comes out. He's he's playing. He's playing a game. So now, were you feeling good at the plate going into that game on Wednesday? Honestly, no, not really. Um, even without the results, I uh, I felt good the day before when I um, I think I got three at bats and made four outs, and uh, it's it's just kind of how the game goes. I felt physically is probably the best I've felt in a long time. Good practice, um, you know, just uh, <laughs> super optimistic going into the game, and sometimes you just don't get hits. When you are going through a slump, do you try to do the, the same sort of routine to get out of it, or does it just kind of depend on, on what you've been struggling with? I try to look at my misses and, and try to find out why with my swing. And, and sometimes if it's not mechanical, like what pitches are you swinging at, mm-hmm. what's going on, why uh, if you're – I mean, you're not going to hit very good on pitches out of the zone anyway. So if you're swinging at balls out of the zone, I think that's something to uh, to look at. If uh, And if you're missing balls where you should be hitting them, I think that's something to be looking at. Some of it could be effort if you're trying too hard. And um, some of it could be a mechanical fix. And, I mean, we're talking, you know, fly ball to center field or, or a home run, you know, fractions of an inch. So if you can do your best to, you know, get it dialed in and stay there that's kind of that's kind of the idea i think the name of the game and next time whenever you do go in a slum remember what you're doing when you're doing good and uh to you know uh try to remember what you did to fix it last time and 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 how small that thing is is kind of why i think people stay in slumps longer and they want to and then there are also times when maybe you're not getting the results but you're still putting the barrel on the ball and they're just they're just out yeah. and that, that that can be a little difficult as well to differentiate right uh yeah i think uh i mean i'm we're we're out here in the dugout right now for the listeners that don't know where we're at we're out here in the dugout and uh just uh in in oakland and just thinking of jed lowry looking up whenever he uh when he was coming back from his hand he went into a little slump and uh and he was kind of I remember what he said when he was talking about, well, I'm looking at my exit velos, launching, all this stuff. I'm, I'm looking at where I'm hitting the ball, and sometimes they just get caught. So, yeah, that could be something as well. Evan Gaddis, Astros designated hitter. Always good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.